Hey, Tom. Hey, Michael. The next podcasts are all going to be about McKinsey. Okay. Exciting, exciting stuff, right? So the the next podcast is going to be very interesting. It's something you've never, ever heard about before. Ever. Uh Uh-oh. It's going to be juicy, juicy stuff. It's going to be like a steak that's just perfect, you know? Hmm. It's not medium, not rare. Mm -hmm. It's that that pinky ribbon in the middle. Mm -hmm. Right. So the story we're going to talk about is how firms compete behind the scenes okay now what do you, i'm curious what you mean and what the story is going to be now yeah the stuff you never see because mm-hmm. no one wants you to see it right mm-hmm. okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna talk about something we were involved in this firms consulting that's how i can talk you through the details right so i'll talk you through the the narrative of what happened and then we can dissect it right okay so uh just to protect the people involved i'm not going to put timelines to this okay Okay. Because uh, it is an ongoing battle here uh, involving lawyers and so on. But let's just say it happened recently. So recently I received an, an, an email from someone mm-hmm. asking if uh, you know, they've got a very interesting story about McKinsey and they want to talk to us about it. So I'm thinking to myself, why does anyone want to write to me about McKinsey, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, right? And so I look at the email and it's from a public relations firm. I said, okay, probably hmm. some... Is McKinsey now hiring PR people? I mean, really, have they stooped that low? <laughs> so I said, okay, you know, um, you know, generally we don't take stories from public relations firms. We don't take any stories. We write whatever we think should be written. Yeah. But since this lady was so nice and her name was Courtney, usually ladies are named Courtney are quite friendly. So I said, why not, right? Right. So I said, okay, I'll speak to you. She said, okay, you know, you won't speak to me. Well, that, there goes a chance to speak to Courtney. You're going to speak to my director, right? So, okay, he, was, he wasn't called Courtney. He didn't sound attractive on the phone. Sure said, right? <laughs> so I speak to this guy named Withheld, right? So, he, so this is an interesting conversation. He says that they represent a firm that's involved in a major legal battle with McKinsey. Huh. They, have, they are willing to give us all of the material in the case if we would consider the idea of, right, of you know, looking at it and if we think it's merited, write about it, right? Huh. So I said, yeah, you know what? Provided there's no guarantees, you know, you're not going to review the article, and I and I, it's completely out of control because we don't ever, you know, allow people to check what we are writing, right? Right. I'm right. okay with this. So they send me this stuff. I'm expecting like you know some weird. I'm expecting some basic stuff here, right? So what I get is this like three terabytes of information, right? Wow. What they have here is a the 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 the, the statement under oath. Uh, let me just explain what's happening here. This big multinational law firm, uh, multinational consulting firm is suing McKinsey for something. Okay. Okay. Let's not go into what it is. I'm not here to disparage McKinsey, right? Everything right. that's being said is alleged, right? Mm-hmm. And they've been going through the process of now taking this to court, uh, going through the discovery process, collecting information. And what they've handed to us is not, is not a summary of the information. They've handed to us the actual information. So they've handed mm-hmm. to us all of the all of the legal interactions between the lawyers of both firms, between the lawyers and the and the defendants, between the lawyers and the HR. So lots and lots of emails. Wow. They've sent me a copy of the actual forensic data analyzing the laptops. Right? Wow. They've sent me the forensic analysis behind the forensic data. And they've sent me a copy of the HR documents that pertain to the defendant. 
And then they send me a document, which I can't open because it's in a file type that I'm not sure what it is, right? I'm guessing mm-hmm. it's something from the hard drive. Uh, they sent me all the non-compete information. They've sent me everything that's been downloaded from the personal laptop of the defendant. All of the responses from McKinsey. So this is quite a lot of information, right? That quite a lot doesn't begin to state it. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, now if I write this, we're going to get a lot of traffic, right? And I know many senior, many senior partners read Firms Consulting website and listen to our podcast. I know because they write to me, right? Mm-hmm. So if we, so I can see why they contact us because they will get their story out there. Mm-hmm. Whatever their story is, I'm not sure what they think we're going to write because we're not going to write just something negative on McKinsey, right? Because we got the information from um, the PR firm, and the PR firm said that we could never disclose that it came from them, mm-hmm. which is quite of interesting, right? They're basically trying to build this narrative in the media that. McKinsey did something wrong without being linked to them. Now, I had all of this, and you know what? I could have published it. Why did I not publish it? it I can't say it in so, in so many words, but it just feels like the wrong thing to do. No, it is the right thing to do. Oh, it's it's the, absolutely. The, the public has a right to know these things. Okay. Right? <sighs> now, just in case the NSA is listening to this, I do not support Snowden. Right? <laughs> I'm just saying the public has a right to know about these things. This is, these are legal documents, which means it is in the, some of it is in the public domain. Okay, okay. Right? And the owner of the document is giving us the document. So if the owner is releasing it to us, we, we can do whatever we want with it. Right? But so why didn't I publish it? Can you imagine how much traffic we would have received? Can you imagine how many other publications would have linked to us? Why didn't we publish it? Why did we pass up this amazing opportunity? And let's be honest, we've written, when McKinsey have done something stupid, we've had no problem writing negative things yes, about them. Yes. So it's not about that. I mean, I don't care if McKinsey does something dumb. I will call it out. I'm going to do that. I do it often, right? BC does something stupid, I'll call it out. Mm-hmm. So why didn't we run the story? Okay, so let me take a really cynical tact, mm-hmm. and I feel bad for even, for even saying this, mm-hmm. but if you bring this up, this and you publish this, this can make you a target. Nah, I'm already a target, right? Okay. Well, I never divulge my actual you know, location. <laughs> I don't want to be served lawyers. Let's just, <laughs> but my point is that it's not that. Um, huh. It's not about being a target. Uh, you know, if people forget that, you know, when, when Monitor got into trouble back in the day, we, were, we wrote some of the initial negative pieces on them. Hmm. We called out some of the things they did wrong. So we have... It doesn't impact us to, to do these things. But there's something... This is the problem here. And for me, it's a very simple problem. Have you watched the movie Spotlight? Um, no. Spotlight is a story about how the Boston Globe broke this huge story about um, scandal in the Catholic Church in the Boston area. Okay. Now, we've received all this data from a firm, right? Mm-hmm. We, we, we know which is the firm because you know, it's in the documents even though it came through their PR firm. And it's right. huge. I mean, I'm, I'm surprised they gave us all of this, but I can see why, because they probably read our work, they know how careful we are to check everything, and we probably publish whatever was needed. Mm-hmm. However, there is a, we have a responsibility here. And the responsibility of this, we cannot be reckless in, in saying something about McKinsey unless we have checked it. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. Something has been given to us. We don't know if it's true, right? Okay. And 
So you would have to find a way to check it, confirm you it. You have to cross. You have, this is these are all allegations. This has not been confirmed by a court of law yet. Okay, there's a difference. Yeah, this is this is the the firm wants to take this to trial. But there's a difference between a lot of allegations and a jury convicting McKinsey. Right. You know, it's one thing that always surprises me when you read the media. Oh, the guy accused of something. Oh, he's terrible. Let's, you know, ostracize him. But do people forget that there's a due process process? Mm-hmm. It's called mm-hmm. due process. The people deserve their day in court. Right. Until they get their day in court, um, you can't make allegations. So if we publish this as it is, it's an, we are basically making unfounded allegations against McKinsey. Then the next question is, how do we verify this, right? Right. And is there even a way? Now, for me, consulting is bigger than McKinsey. Mm-hmm. People say, but, you know, how can you say this about consulting? They, they confuse the two. If I say something, if I call out something that McKinsey did that was negative, I'm not saying anything bad about consulting. I'm calling out McKinsey's bad behavior. Mm-hmm. We serve as almost, to some degree, in the style of writings, we serve as almost a regulator for the industry, Right. Uh, and we, we like that role. We don't like to just say positive things. We'll write about factual things. But here the issue I had is that I couldn't at all confirm any of this. Right. So you like to write about factual things, and this is a claim. You don't know that it's a factual thing yet. It looks very nice. It comes on nice letterheads from many highly paid lawyers. Mm-hmm. But no one wants to go on the record, which is obviously a bad sign. Mm-hmm. McKinsey is not going to go on the record. Um mm-hmm. So what do I do with this? That means you have to, I mean, you can know about it, but you sit on it. It's exactly what I did. It's still on my laptop. I just sat on it. I never published it because it was the right thing to do. Everyone else would have published this for cheap, I think, clicks and views and some publicity, but it's the wrong thing to do when you could be hurting a firm's reputation. You know, if if, if this takes on a life of its own, it could cause severe damage to the firm. Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be the person who did that on unfounded allegations. Because until something is proven in a court of law, that's what it is. It's an allegation. Right. No matter how many witnesses there are, unless the jury has convicted, it is an allegation. People always forget that in this day and age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Trial by social media. Yeah, right now the court of public opinion is very uh, vigorous. Yeah, I mean, I, look, we would, this would have been a boon for us, journalistically, for us to publish this. Because we had everything, Right. Mm-hmm. But unless you can validate it with multiple sources, you have nothing. Right. And we, we look, we could have done it, but we, we didn't have the resources. I must be honest, to do this would have required a lot of resources. And you would, right. it would almost, I mean, that's not, you're not a, you almost need to be a news firm to do that, to have investigative reporters. I mean, that's a different, it's almost a different organization's role. It's a, it's a role. different business model. We, we are yeah, not that organization. Yeah. So I, I decided not to do it. I, I said, okay, we could publish this and it would be good for us. And, but it would not be the right thing to do. And the right thing to do is not about feeling good. It's about do we have, who are we to say that McKinsey has done something wrong when we haven't checked this independently? Mm-hmm. And that's a very important responsibility. It's, you know, they call it journalistic integrity. Mm-hmm. Don't publish something unless you are sure it can be cross-referenced and cross-checked. Yes. And it, if it can, you can't even cross-check it with the party that's making the claims because they won't talk to us. So we're just relying on the information they are, they are putting into the legal system, which obviously is meant to present them in the best light. And I'm not saying McKinsey didn't do anything wrong. They could have very well have done something wrong, but they're not even giving us a chance to check that for ourselves. They're basically saying, 
we want you to say what we we want you to say. And that can't right. be done. Right. And then that's what the whole due process court of law is for. It's to let that play out to see, you know, to let the courts decide and the juries decide what actually happened. Exactly. I mean, it. I mean, the the background of the story is McKinsey eventually settled, right? Mm-hmm. McKinsey settled. The story went away um, because one thing consulting firms don't like is the discovery process. Do you know what that is? Oh yes, lawyers come in and take everything, uh, all now, of your communications, we, your hard drives. <laughs> part, the discovery process started when we were sent the documents, mm-hmm. and I learned a lot of interesting things about McKinsey by going through the discovery documents. Mm-hmm which we'll discuss in another podcast after this. Very fascinating things, right? Hmm. But those are things McKinsey doesn't want to come out. <laughs> and, and I'm surprised no one even reads these things. They're like, you know, it's like, watching, it's like watching the most exciting show in the world. All these interesting secrets about the firms come out. Like the next episode of Game of Thrones? Maybe more interesting, right? In Game of Thrones, they stab you in the back. Yeah, they stab you in the front. <laughs> so you see the knife coming towards you. You can your life flashes before your eye, right? Oh man! So the point is, I mean, what is what, what is the point of this? The point of this podcast is that when firms battle behind the scenes, we you know people think that well, firms they hire the smartest people and they put out great intellectual property, and that's how they win. That's not how they win, right? That's partly how they win. Mm-hmm. You know, I always tell people that consultants are the modern arms dealers. Mm-hmm. Think about that for a second. When Peter the Great was reforming Russia and he wanted to make Russia a power again, what did he do? He went to France, Denmark, and hired the best weapons makers, right? Hmm. He brought them to St. Petersburg or Moscow, I think St. Petersburg at that point, and he asked them to introduce modern steelmaking and weaponry techniques into the Russian Empire. Mm-hmm. So to win in the old days, you had to have the best weapons. Yes. To win in the modern time, what do you need? Um, if you're a big company, you need the right... No, as a nation, as a nation, what do you need? As a nation. Oh, yeah. now, nowadays it's economics. You need to fight economically, right? Yeah. You need to figure out ways to raise productivity, mm-hmm. to take control of assets. And let's be honest, armies are a little bit outdated today. I mean, what are they going to do? Right? Take over a piece of land nobody wants? Yeah. <laughs> today it's about having the knowledge to, to win an economic mm-hmm. advantage. And consultants, for lack of a better word, peddle that knowledge, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I once had a, a, a company contact us, and um, they said they wanted to buy all of the intellectual property behind the power study huh. for their client. And I mean, let's think about this, right? The study is very detailed. It explains how to do certain things around building power stations that if we don't give it to them, they would have to learn it by themselves. Yes, which is going to take time and a lot of money, which could set them back years against their neighbors. Mm-hmm. By not selling, we have implicitly put them at a disadvantage economically. Mm-hmm. Now, you could argue they could get the knowledge elsewhere, maybe, maybe not, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, the role consultants play is a very important role in the model economy. Mm-hmm. They, they facilitate the transfer of knowledge not just any knowledge, but knowledge that helps countries win in modern economic warfare. They're yes. modern arms dealers. Mm-hmm. We once had a movie with Nicolas Cage as an arms dealer. Oh, um, that's, ringing, that's ringing a bell, but I can't yeah, call it. Yeah, pretty name. much that's what we do, except we're not Nicolas Cage, right? 
I mean, we act a lot better than Nicolas Cage. That's for sure. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> so, okay, I'm, I mean, I like Nicolas Cage. I don't know what happened to him recently. Maybe he's suffering from fatigue or something. He said he had some dubious choices in movies. Right? Mm-hmm. But my point is that there's a lot at stake here. Mm-hmm. People think, well, I'm just going to put together a template. Yeah, if your work is just a template and it adds no value, it's just a template. But proper management consulting means we know how to do things that could set a nation on a completely different trajectory. Mm-hmm. And if we choose not to share it with someone, we're going to mm-hmm. directly impact their performance. Mm-hmm. Clients are not going to hire us if we don't have the tools. So there's a lot of stealing of information in the behind the scenes, a lot of poaching of people, taking the intellectual property, and firms want to protect themselves on this. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these things play out in the court. But they never get to the courtroom because before you get to the courtroom, there's a process called discovery, and no, cons- no sane consulting firm wants to go through a discovery process. Yes, yes. That's the difference between bankers and consultants. Bankers think that when they get through discovery, the image will remain untarnished, which is never true. And consultants know that we are fallible, and if we go through discovery, nothing's going to end up looking good. Right, so you're, you're usually better off settling, regardless of the actual Yeah, so the trick, if issue. you sue a consulting firm, do everything you can to get to discovery, and mm-hmm. they will settle. Hmm. If you can get them to discovery, they will settle. They will never allow it to go to discovery, because it means they will have to divulge things that they don't want to divulge to the public. Yes, yes. Stuff and that they want that to keep And you've seen that every single lawsuit that BCG and McKinsey ever face, they don't let it get to discovery. They will do everything mm-hmm. they can to shut it off before that. In fact, I think I saw a news article recently where something, and I forget what who the firm was, but but the discovery process had revealed some information that, you know, and obviously the firm didn't they'll out. shut it yeah. down. Yeah. It's, it's a fact because it's not that we have anything to hide. It's we just don't want to tell you what we're doing. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, we don't think, you know what they say? You are being judged by your peers in the legal system. We don't think we have any peers, so we don't think we have anything to share with you. Right? <laughs> that's, that's really, if you just sum up our you know, ego, that's what we're basically saying. But we don't want to divulge these things. Mm-hmm. We don't want you to know how much we charge clients. We don't even want you to know who our clients are. Yeah, yeah. We don't even want you to know who, which was the part, who was the partner serving that client. We don't want you to know how much we build them, when we build them, what we did for them. None of those things. That's all, um, you know, uh, competitive information. Yes. You know, people, for example, ask me, Michael, I don't understand firms consulting a business model. Good, you shouldn't understand it. Why would I share with you our business model? Mm -hmm. Why would I explain to you how we figured out how to create economic value? Why would I do that? I can't think of any good reason. I mean, that just gives up your, your, gives up. It's a competitive advantage. If I explain it to you, then you know how we create value. Why would I do that? Mm-hmm. Because people want to know, you know, which part is subsidized and which part is not subsidized. Why in the world would I tell you that, right? Mm-hmm. That's like core information. We will never disclose that. Yes. Ever, ever. We will never tell you that. Mm-hmm. Then the other day, someone wanted to know how were the maps built on our website. Mm-hmm. Now, do you really think I'm going to tell you how our maps were built? <sighs> I think it would be futile to ask. I mean, you can look at it, and if you want to try to reverse engineer it, that's one thing. If you want a document from me, it's fine, but I'm going to redact everything. Mm-hmm. Everything's going to be redacted. Have you ever seen a McKinsey document released, or a BCG document released to a judge? No, no, I haven't, actually. I mean, I think that when the NSA has an offsite, they put up a McKinsey redacted document, and they put it up as best practice. When we release <laughs> files, this, people, is what we want it to look like. 
A nice. sea of blackness. Nice. It's heavily, everything's redacted. And, and, and people say, well, why are you redacting everything? Let me tell you something. The knowledge that we have is very proprietary. Mm-hmm. Some of the things we figure out, I mean, think of this, right? Just a simple thing. The way we structure a project, mm-hmm. that is proprietary. We don't want to reveal that to anyone. I reveal everything, right? Mm-hmm. But let me tell you something. Even when I reveal it to people, they still don't get it, right? Mm-hmm. They still refuse to do it. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm revealing a trade secret, but no one wants to follow it, right? But if they could follow it, do you know how much time they would save and how accurate they would be? Mm-hmm. So imagine if you could teach a nation or a company to, to think this way. Think yeah. how efficient they would be, how effective they would be. It would be a powerful weapon. Think if I, could, if I could teach an entire company to communicate the way I communicate. Mm-hmm. So when people say, well, that's not really important. They forget that in a world of commerce, modern arms dealers are management consultants. Mm-hmm. If you want to win a battle against a nation, you need to have the latest thinking and ideas in business mm-hmm. and technology. So we didn't run the story because we couldn't verify it. Right. But the broader story here is the you know battle that takes place behind the scenes. Hmm. Yeah. You know, if you if it's very simple. If you want to if you want to start up a practice, right, that you don't that you've never had before, mm-hmm. you either need to go through the process of starting it from scratch and going through a trial and error process of learning how to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah? And that's gonna take you years. Maybe a yep. decade. Yeah, you may never get around to succeeding. You might not make it. People always say, um, why don't we just hire a McKinsey partner and he'll boof up our practice, right? The problem mm-hmm. is the McKinsey partner has never worked in your environment. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know how to work in your environment. It's a trial and error process he may never overcome. Mm-hmm. That is why organizations try as much as possible to buy entire units. Oh, so you get the entire functioning unit together. You get... The learn, you've already bought, you buy, basically when you're acquiring a company, you're acquiring the learning curve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll tell you it's about intellectual property and so on, but what's the point of inter- having intellectual property if you can't use it? Mm-hmm. You know how many people wouldn't be able to do anything with Google's algorithm? You give it to them, they won't be able to do anything with it. Oh, the algorithm itself, I'm sure, is so complicated. You need, you need a team of PhDs just to... It's not enough to have the algorithm. It's how do you deploy the algorithm. You need a delivery channel. You need a delivery philosophy and so on. Mm-hmm. And that's, it's a big battle behind the scenes. Intellectual, you know, we go through a lot of trouble to protect our intellectual property. Yes. Uh, we really defend it. We've, we're a bit slack on it earlier, but now we, we fight aggressively mm-hmm. to protect it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to do that, right? Our intellectual property is not really the, the kind of equations which we share, but it's the way we do things, which is very yes. different. Yes, it's all, the, it's all the stuff behind the tip of the iceberg. Exactly. And people don't get that. They just want to get the equation. I always tell them, look, you can, I can tell you how to do this. But if I have to tell you how to do it, you've missed the point, which is knowing how to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if you're not going to learn that, then you're not going to be successful anyway. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's really surprising. When, but that's the battle that's taking place behind the scenes. There's this huge fight for intellectual property. People are being sued. Mm-hmm. And... There will be more lawsuits. It's just the nature of the game. And again, I want to stress that I don't know what McKinsey did. They maybe did nothing wrong. Just because someone settles right. doesn't mean you do something wrong. Right, exactly. You can exactly. settle because someone's really annoying to you, right? It's like when you give your wife half of your property during a divorce. 
You just don't want to see that lawyer again, right? I don't want to see a divorce lawyer again. Take half of everything, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean you've done anything wrong. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's something we're going over yeah. in school. I mean, you're making, the, you're making the, you're trying to make this best decision, not, you're not admitting anything, you're not, not admitting anything. It's just, it's the best way out of the situation. Yeah, so when I say McKinsey got sued, that doesn't mean McKinsey did anything. Anyone will sue McKinsey because it's a big target. Yes, yeah, I'm sure a very juicy target, too. Yeah, and it's very important in this day and age we don't jump to conclusions. Never. I mean, we can we can you know hope for certain outcomes, but we should not judge people, and we should certainly not um, disagree with a system or judgment that the jury puts forward. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing you hear people saying: "Wow, this person was guilty; should have been found guilty." So, what happens? You just disagree with the system. When you accept a system, you accept the good and bad about it. Sometimes the outcomes are not going to be what you want. Mm-hmm. It's just the nature of things. That makes sense. Any questions there, Tom? Um. None, thank you. Okay, let's stop there.